0: Welcome to the From Daily Podcast, where I give you a little bit of Eric From and some encouragement on your personal growth journey every day. I'm your host, Lacey Delane, and I am super happy to have you for another episode of From Daily. Welcome. How are you? Hope everybody's doing well. This week, we've been talking about busyness and how it relates to our state of relatedness to the world. Today, we're going to tie in boredom to this theme. Have you ever been bored? I definitely have. But there's something more than just feeling bored that we're going to discuss today. And Frome really goes deep into it. It's very interesting. We're also going to continue to discuss self-awareness as a key to a more satisfying life. All right, I'm reading today from The Essential Frome, which is a compilation of Frome writings by Rainier Funk. Right. Boredom. Boredom is one of the most terrible torments. Pain is often less distressing than boredom. Boredom comes from the fact that man has become purely an instrument, that he cultivates no initiative, that he feels not responsible, that he feels like a little cog in a machine that someone could replace with another at any time. I like this. Uh, boredom comes from the fact that man has become purely an instrument. He's a means to an end. He doesn't cultivate any initiative. There's no genuine initiative on his own part because he doesn't feel responsible. He feels like a little cog in a machine that someone could replace with another at any time. Fromm says boredom also arises from the fact that man is a completely alienated human being, alienated from himself, from other people, from work, and from the fact that man faces a world over which he no longer has any control, and in which, for this reason, his interest also perpetually wanes. Okay, he's saying um, that man has become alienated, disconnected from himself, from other people, from his work, and from the fact that he is in this world over which he has doesn't have any control. And that's also why his interest is waning. His interest wanes because he doesn't really have any say in what's going on. He's not really connected to himself. He's not really connected to other people. He's not really connected to his work. He doesn't really care that much about it. He's, it's just a ch- box he has to check off so he can have an income, so he can live day to day and eat. And that causes boredom from says. <clears throat> he said this is not only... This is true not only of workers, but also of white-collar workers and of most people in general, with the exception of those who have a profession that is really interesting and that allows them to fashion and experience their own agency productively. Basically, he's saying this is true for most people. The exception would be those who work a job where they are actually um, get to be pretty autonomous. They get to... Be creative, they get to decide what's going to happen, Um, they get to be present within it. This doesn't happen for most jobs. Most jobs are not this way. If you have a job like that, you're lucky. Okay. This is sometimes the case, um, he goes on to say, with scientists, scholars, doctors, and top managers who, when they're at the head of a company, actually can do something creative, although they too are ultimately white collar workers who have superiors and are subject to the laws of the maximization of profit. So he's saying, even if you are in a position or in a profession where you get to make decisions and have autonomy and have the authority to make these decisions, at the end of the day, you are still um, subject to the reality that this whole system that you're in is really about making money and maximizing profit. So even if you wanted to do something that might be considered cool and great by yourself and many others, if it doesn't add to the bottom line, it's not going to fly. It's not going to be accepted. It's not going to be something that you're going to get to do. So we are all in this limiting space when it comes to work of, um, does this add to the bottom line? It's about money. Does this make money? Does this make profit? Okay, who cares? It's like uh, probably a big part of why we don't have very good um, paid leave for paternity, maternity leave, uh, for you know care events that we need time in our lives to take care of family members and, or ourselves getting sick. We don't have many laws about uh, to protect us, the individuals, for those cases. Why? Because that you taking time off from your job to take care of your family doesn't add to the company's bottom line at all. In fact, it probably takes away from it. And that is the most important thing, the way that we're doing life right now. That's basically what he's saying. And that's basically what um, the values of our society are. The values of our society are the number one upholding value is, is it making us money? Okay, well then if it's not, it's not that important. Okay, there's something else he says about boredom that I think is really interesting and it can help you know whether you're doing something in order to avoid boredom or if you're doing something that you are actually engaged in that's not trying to avoid boredom. Okay. Frome says an activity can be done in order to avoid boredom or something can be done out of relatedness or concern with something. I've, I've noticed myself doing something similar to this I've noticed like when I actually genuinely care about asking someone something or doing something with them, I feel more alive. I feel more engaged. I feel more excited. I feel more happy. But if I'm doing it because like, oh, I have to do it because this is what my job is or this is part of just the way things are, the way things have to be, like I feel myself like lower, like more depressed, more disengaged. And so I understand what he's saying when he says when you're something is done out of relatedness or concern with something. Like you really care whether the kid, you know, uh, had a good time on his trip to Madrid or not, because why? You're related to that kid. You're related to to that person and to the outcome. OK, From goes on to say you can observe or sense the difference. You have spent an evening with friends, for example, and you have talked for the whole evening. Try to watch how you feel when you leave. Do you feel happy, alive, pleasant, good, lifted in spirit? Do you feel kind of, or do you feel kind of tired and bored and not even bored, but a little bit maybe dissatisfied or depressed? You just have the feeling of, well, all right, thank God I can go to bed now. Or is it quite different where you have been with somebody and haven't gotten tired? And even if it is late, you have enjoyed yourself, you feel alive, you feel kind of happy. Then you know that what you have done, what have you, what you have been doing is not just to avoid boredom. And I would add to that that what you have done has been something that you've been genuinely connected to, that you've had some autonomy and um choosing and deciding what, how, and when, and where you were going to be interacting. Um, I think more than we realize, we are in these situations where we say, well, all right, thank God it's over and I can go to bed now. I mean, I think there are plenty of people who I can think of um, that I have interacted with in the past who would say, oh yeah, I love my job. But then they get off work and they're like, whew, thank God I'm done with that. Thank God I don't have to do that anymore. And the reality is we're so, we're, we're so disconnected from doing things that we actually enjoy <laughs> that we don't even realize that that's a sign. You know, like we, I think one of the reasons I love Fromm so much is he, he's saying to us, look, we can live a life that we actually enjoy living. If we value the right things, if we value things that human beings value, we can live a day-to-day life where we aren't constantly resentful towards something else or someone or something outside of ourselves, and we're actually enjoying, and we're actually present in the moment. We can live like that, but we don't get there by living our lives to help the, uh, Corporations make the next dollar or increase their bottom line. We get there by living in a way that we truly, genuinely want to live. It comes from a place of authenticity. That's that's how we get there. Um, And I think uh, working in therapy has helped me to get to a place where I could feel what that feels like. To actually be... (sighs) you know able to feel that oh i'm doing this because i want to um i'm doing this um not because of something outside of myself telling me to and as a result of that i feel the difference between doing something and being like oh my god i'm so glad that's over and i also realize that i don't have to live like that you know um i'll go ahead and connect this to what i have for you for the encouragement today um you know, it's a quote. It, it's a quote that the therapist that I worked with, that was so amazing, um, said in one of our very first sessions. It's really, this is really dear to me. Um, feel like um, being very vulnerable here, but I'm happy to do it because I'm hopeful it's helpful to you. Uh, Pat said to me, she said, "You are responsible for building a life in which you feel fully alive." it was a catapulting quote, quote for me. Like it just hit clicked. It wasn't like you're responsible for building a life in which you're fully alive. No, it was like, wait, I'm responsible. Like I'm powerful. I, I'm empowered in a way that I can build a life in which I feel fully alive and nobody else is going to do it for me. Like I don't have, I, I, it's not about me sitting around waiting for someone to come along And do something or say something or whatever. And then, boom, my life is just going to be better all of a sudden. It was like, no, you're the one who's going to create that. And you're the one who gets to create that. And guess what? You can and you're allowed to build a life in which you feel fully alive. I was like, wow, this is awesome. Like the responsibility is mine and I can do it. And I think that's part of why. Um, I'm in Spain right now. I'm uh, living in Spain and living a life in a way that I really and truly enjoy. Um, It's something that I always wanted to do, uh, live abroad again. I've previously lived abroad in Guatemala, came back to the States for several, several years, and then have been wanting to live abroad again for a little while. So um, yes, if it wasn't for that Phrase that she said to me, I don't know that I would be here right now. And, you know, also um, working on this podcast and working towards making it a solid income source for myself so that um, I can really live my life doing something um, that I believe in, that I'm passionate about, that um, gives me a decent work life balance and that helps other people. So I'm the one I know that's responsible for building a life in which I feel fully alive. And I'm thankful that I get to be on that journey. I'm thankful that I learned that. And I'm thankful uh, for that process. So I want to connect this too to, say, to the self-awareness. If you are able, if we are able to be self-aware and know ourselves, then we can know what we truly want in life, who we are, what we like, what we don't like, and then we can put our efforts toward building that life. But without self-awareness, we are really unable to do so. And so, and if we don't do it, we continue to function in from this place of just being on autopilot. And you know, Frome called them automaton citizens. He called us modern-day people who aren't functioning from the genuine Core of our being, automaton citizens. Uh, You know, he would call them shut down from their true connection to themselves and from the aliveness that comes with a genuine, authentic connection to the moment that we're in. So, yes, I want to encourage you, invite you again to participate in this journey of self awareness and increasing self awareness. On Friday, I'll have. a little bit of a how-to helper um, article that will come out for our paid subscribers on this theme. For now, I'll say goodbye. If you want more From content, check out fromdaily.com. That's F-R-O-M-M-D-A-I-L-Y dot C-O-M. To access our Friday episodes, become a paid subscriber of the From Daily Substack. Paid subscribers have access to our weekly personal growth support group hosted by yours truly, Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern Time Live. Weekly Substack Chats, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern are open to free and paid subscribers alike. I hope your day brings you lots of new experiences from which to learn and grow and you find the value in them. And regardless of where you are in your journey, I'm proud of you. You're in the process of growth and that's what counts. Yeah! I'm Lacey Delane signing off. See you next time on the From Daily Podcast.